Welcome to Gonzaga Nation SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Today is a great opportunity to introduce the fans of Gonzaga Nation SI to our new host of a podcast that's going to be starting up later this summer that's focused on women's college basketball at Gonzaga. Obviously, the men have done a tremendous job, but the women have become one of the elite programs on the West Coast. And today's guest will host that pod later this summer, but she's a guest today, Stephanie Hawk Freeman. Stephanie, thanks for joining. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Well, let's just jump right into it. We got a 2007 West Coast Conference Player of the Year, a three-year starter. You look at where Gonzaga women's basketball started when you were there, and that was the early Kelly Graves era where things were starting to build, and now they're one of the elites on the West Coast. You expect them to be in the NCAA tournament every single year. Is this something you could have imagined when they were recruiting you? Oh, my goodness. You know, actually, it kind of is. And that was one of the big things when Coach Graves was recruiting me was that he everywhere that he has been or gone, he has turned programs around and had great success. And we saw that pattern. And when I was getting uh, recruited, I was talking with my parents about it. And we just said, hey, he's a he's a winning coach. And so he went in and really changed the culture of the women's basketball team around at Gonzaga. And Coach Fortier has taken that and continued that. And um, it's just been amazing to watch it grow. Like you said, came in 03, actually played my first year in the Martin Center, and then got a trans, um, to transfer over into the new McCarthy gym. And that was huge. I mean, we got to watch it be built, be part of that process, and then moving into the new updated locker rooms. I mean, just everything, the facilities, the weight rooms, everything that's changed um, you know, I did see it initially, but Gonzaga, you know, Gonzaga, uh, the Spokane community embraces Gonzaga so much. And I think that's what's led to a lot of the success is that the community buys in and the support that the women's basketball team gets. I mean, they're selling out crowds, a packed stadium, and um, it's definitely changed since I've been there. And it's been so much fun watching it grow and expand. So you grew up in a small town in Eastern Oregon. Uh, was was the idea when you were being recruited, because I understand you were recruited by a lot of different schools. Uh, did you want to stay in a smaller city like a Spokane or, or what were you looking at uh, when you were being recruited? And then what was the determining factor of Gonzaga? You know, initially I wasn't sure, to be honest. Uh, when you're, well, back then, when you're 6'3", you're going to get looks <laughs> as a woman. So uh, that was nice. I did a little travel ball. Um, but yes, I was recruited a lot. I knew I didn't want to go back east. So I kind of eliminated those schools initially. Um, but you and I both know the recruiting process that happens today is so much different than when I was being recruited. I didn't have a cell phone. We didn't text, you know, email, still doing dial up. And so um, initially I started off, I eliminated the East Coast and then kind of whittled it down from there. And what it came down to is Gonzaga was the one that paid the most attention to me. Like I said, um, Coach Graves was at every state tournament that I went to. He was sending coaches down to watch me in Ontario, um, which like you said, small town, you got to fly into Boise and then drive an hour. And it when it came down to it, when I looked at my top schools, it was the fact that they had paid so much attention to us. And like I said, the, the track history of Coach Graves. So it was, um, 
I did play for the Spokane Stars um, AAU basketball team. So I got to, you know, shout that out because I was familiar with Spokane just from that. So that may have helped as well. Well, you had a tremendous career. Like I said, three-year starter, 07 WCC Women's Player of the Year. When you reflect on your career at Gonzaga, you were a part of, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, the first women's team to make the NCAA tournament. Uh, what are the some of the special memories that you hold from your time at Gonzaga? Oh, it's got to be the teammates. Yeah, it really does. Um, just the people, the people, um, not just my teammates, but just everybody that's part of it, the practice players, the people behind the scenes that you don't really um, see a lot, um, but it really was the connections and the people in the athletic department. And, you know, that just made playing that much more special because it wasn't so much a job. It was enjoyable. I got to go and hang out with my team or my friends on the court and then off the court as well. And I mean, we're really tight knit group. Um, when I was there, it was actually a lot of small town girls as well. So we had a lot in common and, um, going through and just, yeah. And obviously winning, you know, winning always makes it that much more fun and being able to go to the NCAA tournament for the first time, my senior year, that was huge. I mean, that was, um, something that not everybody can say they've done. So, yeah. Where did you guys play in the NCAA tournament and who did you, you play against? Oh man, we probably had the worst matchup for our team at the time. <laughs> I don't know what seed, I think it was like the, oh, I don't know, whatever number it is, the bad numbered seed, you know, bad luck seed. Um, we ended up playing down at Stanford and we played Middle Tennessee and they loved to press. And that was probably our Achilles heel and um, they, they handled us. So <laughs> yeah, we did get a go. Uh, it was not the way we wanted it to turn out, but um, we got over that hump, you know, won the WCC tournament and got that automatic bid. And so that was, that was pretty cool. I sense the frustration and disappointment in your voice, even to this day, that's the way I look at my senior year and, and us losing, unfortunately, the first round as well. So I apologize for posing that question since it's all good. bad memories. <laughs> it's all good. It is what it is. It's the facts. So yeah. Hey, tell me a little bit about uh, the evolution of, of you staying involved in the game of basketball. You've gotten into broadcasting over the last couple of years. You, you've called games for Pac-12 Network. You've called games uh, for Gonzaga Women's on, on SWX. You've worked with one of my good friends, Greg Heister. Feel free to share any stories on him if you'd like. But how has that transition been for you? Is it something you wanted to do and stay close to the game or did it just kind of happen? It just kind of happened, to be honest. Um, I was approached by some people at SWXKHQ and said, hey, do you want to give this a shot? And they had me go down to the station and go to the green room and kind of talk in front of some replay action. And I thought, when I left there, I thought, oh, there's no way. There's no way. You know, you're always harder on yourself than what it actually seemed. And so they had me start off with a couple of the local. I do the high school games as well, GSL. So that was really fun. And I just started studying up and started really listening to the broadcasters. I always listened to the broadcasters, but the things that they were talking about, and I didn't major in broadcasting. And But when you play basketball and it's been your life, uh, it's pretty easy to talk about. You know the ins and outs. And so as I started going, doing the Gonzaga games and Greg, um, yeah, he's just been so great to me. He's been a great mentor. And he said, you know, you really should try out 
to try out for Pac-12, put, put together a video and send it out. And it actually took me quite a few years to just kind of wrap my head around it and put myself out there. And I did it and they gave me some games the first year and um, just have continued to give me more games. And uh, that's been a lot of fun because again, it's just an opportunity to grow. The more you put yourself out there, like this podcast, um, this is new for me, uh, but this is an opportunity for me to grow and really stay connected. And I'm really glad I have because it has allowed me to stay close to the program and I get the best seat in the house. I love it. I love watching the warmups. I, I just love all of it. Um, the pregame, watching the, the players come out and, you know, pregame shoot, shoot around. And um, so it's been really special, something that I didn't seek out, um, but it's been really a big part of my life that I've enjoyed. And it's one of those things where it keeps you close enough to the game uh, where you kind of feel that passion for the sport you love. But at least from my experiences, and you can touch on this, is you don't go home and dwell on a win or a loss like a coach <laughs> and watch the film. If you messed up someone's name, which unfortunately it happens, you're going to get bombarded on Twitter with a comment or two, but then it's forgot about the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, you get to stay close. You don't go home and dwell about it, but you do go home. I still analyze it and think, you know, through how could I have been better or this, or what notes did I miss? I'm always trying to find every article I can about both teams. And like you said, home team's easy because yeah. you've done plenty of games, right? We know them, but the, those visitors, especially those, um, uh, the overseas players, those always, uh, hang me up a little bit. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the time. The, the last question I've got for you is you're joining the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. You, you're going to be hosting a women's college basketball podcast uh, starting later this summer. We're excited to have you on board. What are some of the, the thoughts that you have behind the shows and, and maybe some of the guests that you're planning on having uh, when you get up and running? Yeah, so it's like all the time I'm thinking of who I can reach out to and contact. And, um, you know, I really want to give obviously I look at the current players, talk with the coaches, but I'd like to do some behind the scenes people as well. Um, you know, maybe even some, uh, the guy practice players, because obviously they help out the women's team a lot. Um, they bring uh, more physicality and quickness and, you know, uh, maybe some people in the department as well, but, um, not only that, but kind of catching up with some previous players as well. We've got a ton of girls that are playing overseas or have played overseas, um, and are doing really great things out there in the community. And so I've got some ideas there and we're going to see, hopefully give everybody a, a real treat and just a, you know, the ability to connect with the current players and the previous players a little bit more. Awesome. Well, we're looking forward to it. I know a lot of uh, fans of Gonzaga women's basketball are looking, going to really enjoy kind of getting a look behind the scenes. So Stephanie, thanks again for joining Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited.